Kia ora and welcome. I'm Boris Lamont and this is the New Zealand Wine Podcast. Thanks for joining us for this episode where we're speaking with Jan Cooks, who's the winemaker for Otu Wines in the Awateri Valley in Marlborough, New Zealand. Jan represents a number of wineries around the globe, uh, so he has an interesting perspective on uh, the New Zealand wine making scene. If you'd like to find out more about Otu, you can go to otuwine.com. That's O-T-U wine, or one word, dot com. But right now, let's have a chat with Jan. So good morning, Jan. Nice good to morning. have you with us. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> good morning, Boris. Thanks. On this, uh, we've got a beautiful sunny day here in Auckland today. And Jan, what's your story? How did how did you first get an interest in wine? Where did all that begin? For oh, you? that's a that's a long while back. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, basically, it started with something very dry. I was studying law at the time <laughs> in in Europe, and um, and this was way before the EU actually was getting into action. So. You're very restricted in your country with uh, with with law, and so you just had to stay in that one country. And I'm, I'm a little bit. I have a little bit of an international background, so I'm 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 I like traveling. I like uh, being on the road. I like seeing seeing new places and whatnot. And um, and I was getting a little bit fed up with law. And um, and during the summer months, I was working as a tour guide in France. Okay. So um, we would we would go from one hotel to the next, stay in very very nice nice hotels, and uh, during the day I'd have to sort of uh, we'd go and visit uh, wineries and and I'd have to translate what they're actually doing there, and um, that was sort of like very interesting to me. So and you were, you were translating French to French into English? German oh, into German. into yeah. Italian into, oh, into okay. English and okay. whatnot. Yeah, yeah. so you got a few languages under your belt. Yeah, yeah. So I had a, had a few uh, international clients there, and um, and in the evenings I would have to sort of like represent the the place that we were that we we're staying at the, the mm-hmm. hotel. Okay. So it was a little bit of my job to work as a psalm, and uh, pff, I had absolutely no clue what I was doing. <laughs> so I went to, uh, I'd always go to the chef and ask for like a few recommendations, and I could at least pronounce the name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, that was the very least. Yeah. And so um, my clients would pick up a bottle and say, okay, well, this was, this was a great recommendation. Here's a glass. And uh, then I'd en- end up with like three or four glasses in front of me uh, during the course of the evening, and I thought, this is this tastes really good. Right. And so uh, there was absolutely no no wine background in my family. Nothing. There was not like a you know like you might hear from someone who has a who grows up in a vineyard or whatnot. That wasn't that wasn't the case. It was right. just gradually getting interested and get, getting more involved. I I love cooking, so uh, I'd bring back some bottles. Uh, we'd share them uh, back in the family, and just sort of like. That's where it started, and then I, I just. So, so, how old are you? Does, what, what, what I was. I was. I was twenty-one at the time. Right. Okay. So, um, when I was doing the tours, I was nineteen. I, I started with nineteen all the way until twenty-one, and then with twenty-one, I said, "I'm, I'm going through." I was going through Burgundy, um, visiting visiting some some really top uh, top wineries, and um, then one night I just said, like had a had two bottles of wine, a little bit too much, and <laughs> said, "That's it, no more law. I'm studying wine." Wow. And went back home to my dad, and my dad was was totally was totally floored and was totally stunned. And said, "Yep, I'm going to support you." Oh wow, well, and, that's good. And um, and so then I was off uh, to Germany and studied law, uh, st- uh, stopped law, and uh, went uh, went to Germany, uh, studied winemaking in Germany, and then uh, in the few years later, down went down to Bordeaux, 
um, worked in Bordeaux and uh, and studied wine there as well, and um, then got back to uh, Germany and started basically with one of my with one of one of my idols in winemaking, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, just started basically just scrubbing the floors there to um, to really dig deep and and uh, uh, forget all forget all the all the books you know mm-hmm. just get science out of your out of your mind yep. just start with winemaking yep. just dig in and um, at the time I was I mean it can be it can be very um, sometimes it can be very uh, uh, nice of course if you have people headhunting you and stuff and, and stuff like that that was happening back then um, and uh, I said no I'm, I'm, I do not want that I, I want to I want to follow through on studying with the five star people you know i want right. i want to really really make wine this way yeah yeah from the ground up from the ground up and um um and then i had like three years later i had the chance of a lifetime um i was uh headhunted by my professor who uh, was was running a project for the uh, federal state of saxony in germany and um, they wanted to build a an old old uh, castle basically into into the like the showcase winery of Central Europe, which was called Schloss Wackerbad. Right. And um, so there I was at the time, twenty nine, um, and uh, was uh, handed this project, which was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's an exciting project. <laughs> which was pretty cool. Yeah, oh, right, wow. right, right. Mm. And. Um, then I, I basically did that um, until thirty until I was thirty three thirty four roughly, and um, and then uh, went back to West Germany, and uh, worked there, um, basically as a general manager for an old estate that I that or, who, which uh, the, of the wines that I really really in, in enjoy still today, and um, and then started my own company um, in two thousand seven. Right. Okay. Where I, where I basically help wineries develop their international sales. So essentially, along the way, there you saw that there was a bit of a need, a bit right. of a gap there for in the market for right. that sort of knowledge and assistance. Right. Exactly. So what happens is uh, during the for basically for every for every winery, at some stage you see that there's a um, a need to expand or you want to expand, and but. Um, you're running into the into your your, your stock is full. Your your the harvest is coming up. Tanks are full, so what do you? What do you? Most that's where most producers start panicking and and, and um, need to find a solution for all those amounts of, of, of wine, and so they're yeah. they're like, what do we do now? Yeah. So it's like a very short term um, I focus, let's say. So I said, okay, well, there's a there's basically a, a need out there for a lot of producers to develop their international sales and whatnot, and just get it, get it rolling. And that's what I that's what I basically do. I help people um, sell start selling their wines, but it's like most people will always be a little bit confused about specific specific markets, specific uh, all the laws, all the needs, all the requirements. Yeah. Sometimes things like that. Yeah. Very very simple example. If you to always take, I always like to to um, take these four states. It's like Denmark, Sweden, uh, Norway, and Finland. And it's like four four countries that are very very important wine markets. And they're all very very close together from a Central European focus. Um, let's say most people would say, well, they're all they're all the same, right? Mm. But they're not. They're mm. very very different. And so, uh, one product that might work in one market might not necessarily work in the other product right. uh, in the other market. So, yes. you basically have to make a, a product that works in those individual niches and in those and then just 
keep it keep it rolling. That's right. that's the whole point. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's a it, it it's a it's a lot of diverse or knowledge that otherwise a winer would have to try to understand and right. get across and right. learn themselves. Right. Right. So right. you're providing that as a service. Going, yes, okay, exactly. I, I understand these markets and yep. regulatory requirements yep. and consumer demand and right yeah right, exactly. and also sounds like trying to give them a bit of forward planning as well exactly rather than sort of producing exactly go, how do we sell what we've produced exactly you know, like thought about that ahead of time coming up with a five-year uh, plan and working right. backwards yep. that's that's the that's the idea right right yeah. okay okay yeah and so um how long have you been doing that now You're since uh uh, twenty seven, so right. ten years now. Yeah, ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and 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 going well. It's been well received. Very well, yeah. very well. Went went right through the financial crisis and came out on the other side. And said it yeah. works now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's, that was a good test for uh, most business models. I yeah. think wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, very good. So now, basically, I work with a with a number of uh, of various clients, mainly from Europe. And uh, the reason I'm here is uh, the one the one client is O2 in mm-hmm. in Marlborough, yes. Or let's say let's say more specifically in the Awateri. Yeah. And um, I'm I'm very very uh, happy to be involved in this project. Um, I've been involved here now since uh, six years. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, every every single time I'm 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 happy to be back in in New Zealand. It's uh, it's well, well worth the effort and the time and everything. It's, yeah, it's definitely, a, it's definitely a country and a and a and a, uh, it's a and a wine, a wine scene that I, I love to be involved in. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, because it's quite a long way for you to come. Obviously, down from it Europe. Is. So, it is. How did that uh, connection first get made with O2? Well, basically, I, I've known the investors for for quite a long time, um, and uh, they were at one stage they said, "Hey, we're looking at this winery. Uh, do you want to come down and have a look at it?" And I said, "Well, yeah, sure, but." Um, I thought, and then they said, well, it's, it's Marlborough. And so, and at that time I had no idea about the Awateri. Okay. Um, and from my standpoint or, or my knowledge back then, I thought, well, look, if you're, if you're in the Y route, it's like, it's, and you're the new kid on the block, you've got to do something like completely different. Mm-hmm. It's got to be totally, totally different. And, and, uh, so f- from, from that perspective, there's not a lot of wiggle room in the Y route. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, so, n- not not that I'm saying. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, the wines in the in the wire are fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But as a, as the new kid on the block, you've got to do something right. completely yeah. different. Get a and point so, of difference. Yep. Right. Exactly. That is some that that unique selling point. How do you get that right? And that's that's exactly what when I when I saw the uh, the, the location, I thought, wow, this is this is stunning. This is absolutely stunning because you've got you've got we've got the 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 air coming in. Okay. Mm-hmm. We've got we've got winds. We've got winds usually somewhere between 30 and 40 kmh winds on a normal day. Okay, right. so that means also because our our vineyards are very very close to the water, we also have a very high salinity mm-hmm. in the soils. Yep. So you always have to keep that in mind while you're while you do while you're growing the vines, and at the same time when you're planting the vines, how do you how do you manage that? that? Okay, how do you balance that? Um, then, uh, which is also very important, is most of our vineyards are on 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 hills. With a direct um, exposure to due north, mm-hmm. so that means we get we get much better better ripeness levels than than are are the people all around us. Right. Yeah. But also at the same time, we also have we have a it's a it's a major job just combating the, the wind and getting getting the getting the the work right mm-hmm. in the vineyards. So mm-hmm. the team that we have uh, right now are doing a sensational job. They're just I mean spot on. Mm-hmm. And that that definitely helps me with with the winemaking. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it's just, you know, 
viticulture and winemaking just has to go have to go very very closely together. So there, that connection has to be there. And, yeah. yeah, and the team that we have in place is they're spot on. Right. Yeah, yeah because it's it's one process. Isn't exactly. It, really? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Not two. And the uh, terrain there, the, the the it's uh, changing. That's the that's the beautiful thing. Thanks. Okay. Uh, we've got various soils. We've got various soil types, um, which allows me also to go completely off off the the, the, yeah. the book. Yeah. Um, especially if we have the, the if the vintage is right, of course, um, and then we can just go from you know, let's say. Let's say we can do the, the, the more greener, zesty type Sauvignon Blanc, but also a little bit more fragrant, gr- uh, yellowish fruit. Mm-hmm. But also something that I'm personally very proud of is a product, uh, which is the Prestige, where we also get some red fruit So going. So stuff like raspberry, strawberry, a little bit of uh, um, red grapefruit, mm-hmm. these kinds of things, which is, which is from my perspective as a... I mean, this is a this is a white variety Sauvignon Blanc. We're doing back right. home, we're doing yeah. So you're still talking Sauvignon when you're right. We're, these, do, we're these, doing eighty percent eighty percent Sauvignon with a little bit of red in Hawks Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a very very versatile soil mm. soil type. Mm. You don't have to do like a set pattern. You mm-hmm. know you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah yeah okay yeah. okay. So it gives you the opportunity to try things out maybe yeah. and explore some things. Yeah. So um, so Sauvignon. Down there, and a little bit of red out of Hawke's Bay. Yes, is that right? Yes, right, exactly. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, okay. And what what's the red? What, it's um, Merlot Cabernet, and uh, we also did a Syrah in um, twenty sixteen. Okay. We didn't do that this year. Right, right. Yeah, okay. and, a, and a rosé. Yep, yep. And the, is it um, land that O two own there? Or no, contract growers. No, there? we we have we have some contract growers there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Um, okay, that's good. And so. Given your experience up in in Europe, is 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 can you relate the um, area that of of O two to anywhere else in Europe? Is it or is it for you? Is it completely unique? I think it's I think it's way too unique for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the, the the beauty about New Zealand is is um, it's or especially about let's say uh, the Awatari or Marlborough are the the temperature differences, mm-hmm. the soil, the soil setup, the 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 variety of soils that we have um, or at least O2 has just within your, um, yeah just it, within within our our yeah, our uh, production yeah yeah um, and uh, and it's just basically all these things that come together uh, that makes it so unique um, I it it it's, I think it's a hard it's it's hard to to s- sort of like really compare it to mm, yeah, so, something no. something else yeah um, I mean if you're talking about yellow fruit and Sauvignon Blanc, you're, talk, you're automatically talking about Bordeaux, for example. But mm-hmm. if you're talking about green fruit, you're talking about the Loire. So you have that you, you have that kind of a range of right. different of different styles that that we can that we can just so like play around with right. in 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 the Awatari, which yeah. is which is the beauty about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nice. And and you're so, not restricted, you know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and how's um, how's that being received up in up in the market? So so Good. what markets are you you've pretty much focused on the european market or do you do we, other markets we were starting US? we're starting with europe um it's mainly uh china asia okay. the us mm-hmm. um and and local of mm-hmm. course mm-hmm. um and uh the styles are, are are being received very very well the, i think the point is um you know the way we started was um i wanted to i wanted to make a wine differently i, I wanted to have the importance about wine is that it has acidity but the acidity has to be well integrated. 
And so that's what you get with a lot of, for example, women who are very outspoken. They say, well, I don't, I don't, I'm not a salve drinker. Well, yes, because you've run to some situation that you didn't like the, the acidity, the, the harshness mm. of the acidity. But a wine without acidity is it's mm. like, mm. it's difficult, right? Yeah. So um, basically, uh, you want the zestiness, but you don't want the, the, that, that, hard, that, that hard edge to it. Mm. And uh, so, so that, that you don't want it to be all that you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going to spill my secrets yeah, here. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but that's what we. That's what we basically did. And yeah. I think one of the things. Uh, one of the things that really helped me was um, in the beginning. I, I would like take a couple of sample bottles and just go to uh, a restaurant that had, that had um, taken us on board. And I'd go to, to, to a table and uh, just with just with women and say, "Okay, ladies, here these these bottles are for you." Uh, but I just want sort of like your totally unbiased uh, feedback. Mm-hmm. Which style do you like? Mm-hmm. And the first the first lady who'd say, "Well, I don't. I'm not a salve drinker." Aha! Now now we're cooking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I was like, "Okay, now we're now we're talking." I want you to give me your total your like complete feedback. Mm-hmm. And they'd say, "Oh, that's what this was delicious," and that was that was that was the start of that. And then we were just okay. Now I've now I've set that style. I, I know exactly what you want, what you need, and uh, so the reason I would I always go go to um, tables with women was basically if there's like one man, they never say anything because it's just the focus on on the man, what, what he says. Right. Men would be go. Ah, oh, it's more. I'm more beer guy or more red wine or whatever. Uh, but but women would basically just want white. And um, so, and then they were just totally outspoken, and the, the table would just go through like a couple of bottles of that. <laughs> that, right. was, that was perfect. Right. So that's, <laughs> that's your, what you want. <laughs> that's, that's your market testing. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. So, so are we right in saying they're not a, a, a typically New Zealand Sauvignon style because it yes. has sort of built up maybe a little bit of a uh, you know what it's renowned for and what and what you know what a lot of drinkers like in a in a New Zealand Sauvignon. So you're, you're doing something a little bit different. We're doing, yeah. we're doing it differently. Yeah. Um, I, I like, um, I think, I think as a winemaker, you're always asked, um, which label did you drink? What is the most, what is the wine that has impressed you the most? Mm. And blah, blah, blah. And all mm. these kinds of questions. Mm. And I don't really want to get anyone biased, you mm. know, I think, uh, so I won't say, well, this wine was, this wine was the greatest. It might not, it might turn out that it's not the, the greatest for you, you know? No. So I don't really want to let anyone down in that case. So what I, what I came to, um, what I always answer basically is to say, look, you, in a wine, you want something that, that inspires you, that makes you happy, that sort of like, it builds up on your on your palate. Um, so while you're enjoying a bottle of wine, for example, with friends during the course of the night, you will you'll have a sip, and that sip will go in one direction, and then like in a few minutes, that'll go in a different direction, and you, you smell something new. Mm. I don't want to go to someone and say, "Oh, this smells of whatever apples and mm. gooseberry and blah blah blah." And if if you don't if you don't smell gooseberry and apples, then it's like, okay, mm. we're not talking anymore. Yeah. I'd I'd rather see. Okay, do you like it? Do you mm. do you like it now? Do you like it then? Do you mm. like it in like five minutes? It's it's like a it's like a it's like a conversation with that with that product. Yeah. And that's the beautiful that's the beauty about wine. It's not. Or that's the that's what wine can be. That's and that's yes. how I want to make the wine, basically. So, yeah. long story short, I want to have complexity. I want to have the people uh, enjoying the wine that that they see new new variations, mm-hmm. and that you have like a build up over the over the course of the of 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 the of the, the enjoying the, yeah. the the product. 
So nice. it's it's basically giving it some air, how seeing how it develops, and 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 then you just so like let the genie out of the bottle, you know. Hmm. Well, that, well, that's right because you know wine can. Um, develop as it's yeah. been out of the bottle for an hour or so. Exactly. And, um, particularly if you're eating food, you'll start to oh, experience totally. different totally. different things with it's it. It's like our wines; you can you can throw them in through a through a decanter with a red wine decanter, mm-hmm. and just see how they just so like come up. You know, right. it's like yes. a, it's a it's a it's a beautiful experience. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. That's that's, that's so cool. yeah. Just just be be experimental. Yep. Yep. And I always recommend to to use our to use a red wine decanter and then just uh, put it in the in the on, on some ice for an hour and right. just see how it how it develops. Right. Okay. It's up to up to your taste whether you like it or not. Just yep. sort of like just play around with it. So so just on that, do you um, tend more to do that? Just chill the wine just before you drink it for a white, rather than having it sitting in the fridge, or does it just depend I, on the? Well. Of course, I'd rather have it sitting in the fridge for a while mm. and and then and then take it out. Mm. Um, but not if you're too cold. not too cold, mm. right? So like maybe let's say ten degrees roughly mm. plus mm. minus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the Asian market, how's that? Is that fairly new venture space for you? Or? Um, it's it's definitely a market uh, that's that's very um, that's very uh, it's a it's a huge market, of course. Mm. Um, and it's uh, it's getting a lot of popularity, a lot of lot of attention, a lot of focus. Um, I think, uh, especially the Chinese market is is, is evolving. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's rapidly changing, um, and so yeah, definitely, mm. definitely, it's a it's a it's a good market. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And you you you'd be taking European wines down into that market as well as yes. the New Zealand wines. Yeah. yeah. And so, what's what's um, it, is there much. Is there a lot of understanding, a lot of knowledge of New Zealand wines in in the Asian market? Is it is it something that's just starting to grow? Still it's quite young. Still, yeah. still quite young. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it, it's more the obvious areas yes. at the moment yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. And uh, how about the US? What are you? How are you oh, the US is is um, it's spot on for the US. Mm-hmm. I mean, you always have to. Uh, to uh, see that they that um, the U.S. has been basically swamped by this the beautiful Chardonnay, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's exactly that kind of a style of wine that you just want to have one glass of and then switch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so anything that has a little bit of spice and aroma that just sort of like kicks in with like the Sauvignon just will. I mean, it's a it's a it's a it's a no brainer for mm-hmm. the U.S. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a no brainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, and and we, we, what's um, anything sort of coming up on the horizon for you, or in anything that's evolving that you know, not not only just uh, maybe at O two, but but elsewhere that you're seeing in the in the wine in the wine market, or is there anything that you think uh, could perhaps go go better in, in New Zealand, or varietals that you think you know more New Zealand wineries could adopt, or you, you're sort of seeing a, a change in taste or style for offshore. That that's a I mean in terms of variety that's always a it's always a question of uh, of feasibility um, is it I mean you always have to look at the, the temperatures what temperatures do you have in that region mm. um, does the does the variety can the variety cope with these temperatures um, I mean uh, it's it's a uh, of course, like you, you might have a, like a, a wish list of things that you, that would be that would be possible, but then again, it always has to be feasible, mm. and so mm. it's a that's a that's a tough question too. Right, yeah. right, mm. right. Okay, so you, you'd maybe think that um, 
the the varietals that have ended up where they have in, yep. in the different locales around New Zealand are probably pretty much the ones that are best suited now. That yeah, you know, that, yeah. That, that process has been gone through. And, pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. I'd I'd be very keen. We will be uh, planting some some pinot um, very shortly, and I'm very very keen on that. It's a new project. Um, and uh, that's that's definitely something that that we that I'm I'm I'm, I'm very very excited about mm. um, over the next yeah couple of years mm. Pinot Noir yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 and there there are a number of um, other wineries in that in that region that, yeah. uh, that yeah. make a nice product yeah like a nice Pinot Noir product exactly yeah. exactly mm. Mm. okay well that's all that's all good and um, is, anything else in the wine world that you're seeing that um, it, you know, particularly excites you at the at the moment. You know, is there anything that um, you've recently had, or is there another part of the world where you're going? Oh, these guys are um, just starting to kick in. You know, maybe sort of out of South America or something. You've come across somewhere that's you know rel- relatively I'd, sort of new. And I've, I've I've never been to South America. I'd, I'd really love to see that. Mm. Um, I'd, I'd really love to see what's what's happening and going on down there. Mm. Um, I mean, um, right now, one of the regions that's that's or one of the countries that's really hot and in very high demand is Italy. Okay, and they've been they've been um, they've been top of the charts now in many countries, um, and they're doing a, a really really good job. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and they they always have a lot of lot of um, things going on for them. You know, mm. I mean, it's it's not only the marketing; it's also the, the the types of products that you can get in Italy and the the, the different varieties and the different. It's like it's it's, it's such a you, you never get tired going going to Italy and, and seeing all these things. Um, that's that's very exciting. Mm. Um, and then you've then of course you always have Spain, the the the, the big brother in in Europe. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of very cool stuff coming out of Spain right now as well. Um, that's uh, that's being marketed very very well internationally. So yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. And uh, we like to finish on a on a question that if uh, <laughs> if you could have a glass of wine uh, with anyone, either you know living or dead, or or, or, or not yet around, but you, I really like that question. Um, what what wine would it be, and, and who who would you um, who would you want to be drinking that with? I think. Um, um, I mean, I I I really love the the the, the, the kiwi sauvignons, um, and uh, the, the pinots. Um, um, I'm 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 uh, I'm. What really gets me gets me going personally is bubbles making bubbles. So, mm-hmm. I think bubbles would be. I think the the best answer would be bubbles from New Zealand uh, with my grandchildren. I think that would be, ah, that'd well. be that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, and it's celebrating something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, uh, yeah. those bubbles from New Zealand, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, thanks, Jan. Thanks, thanks. for um, thanks for taking the time. Been Thank great you. talking to you. Thanks. And if um, people want to find O2, they can obviously find them online. Exactly, yeah. O2Wine.com. Um, and uh, we've got if uh, if anyone wants to uh, order anything, just plug ho- it in the holler. Yeah, yeah. 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 And O2, just, send us um, a mail. Okay, thanks again, Jan. Cool. Okay, bye for now. Thanks. We've been speaking with Jan Cooks from O2 Wine in the Awatere Valley in Marlborough, New Zealand. If you'd like to find out more about O2 Wine, you can look them up online, O-T-U-Wine, or one word, dot com. Thanks for listening in. If you'd like to hear more of our podcast, just check us out online, New Zealand Wine Podcast, or put in NZ Wine into your podcast app. We look forward to your company again next time. Hey, mai. Bye for now.